0: Welcome. You've splash-landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our special episode. Tonight's topic, how many witches does it take to plug in a microphone? (laughs) Not really. It would be a very sad story. So instead, we're going to talk about Easter, or as the old folk called it, Istra, Easter. Anyway, we are glad you are here with us. (laughs) Das is good. (laughs) Das is good. Welcome to... Oh, gee! The podcast, fantastic. We're so glad that you could join us tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about Easter traditions, things that bug us, and things that just are. Then maybe we'll do some musing on the weird vibe that's been going on lately in our universe. Anyway, let's start with the basics of Easter. Easter, Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: fun fact a Germanic pronunciation of Istra is either Ostra or
0: Astra,
1: But the Saxon version or the Anglo version is Istra or Ustra. So depending mm-hmm. on how you read it and what your background is. But Istra is a gen- Germanic pagan goddess of the dawn and the spring. Her name was what given to a festival of Easter in some languages. So that's the correlation between Isra, the German goddess,
0: and Easter as we know it today. Isn't it just about fertility and bunnies and eggs and all of this happy spring-loving stuff? I mean, really?
1: Kind of, yes. Because the first connection between Isra and the bunny and hare Mm -hmm. um, happened between the goddess Isra and the hare in Deutsch mythology by Adolf Holtzmann. It was thought to be, the hare was thought to be her sacred animal because of the connection and the understanding of the hare with fertility and just. Well,
0: if you've ever children. had pet bunnies, I mean, <laughs> we know how they go. You just true. like
1: keep breeding. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so Adolf Holtzman speculated that a hare must have once been a bird to lay eggs because we all know Easter, we see lots of bunnies and lots, lots of chicks, but how do they correlate? so he thought that a bird must have once you know asked this goddess to change it her into a hare for some reason and that it was later turned into modern legend that the goddess she transformed a bird into an egg-laying hare and to show its gratitude this hare exercised its original bird function of laying eggs for the goddess on her festival day and her festival day was often in around what we would call April now. And in some languages, her her name gave name to the month that the festival was in. So that's why I kind of can change, I think,
2: throughout the semester. And a total revision on which came first, the chicken or the egg
0: <laughs> I know, there's like that meme where do you see a rabbit or do you see a duck? And that's mm. just like flooding into my head right now. <laughs> so but is, anyway.
3: This is where the Cadbury egg came from. I oh, right. Right. Bop,
0: bop, Oh, that makes sense. Happy Easter, bop, bop. Look
2: at that. Alexandra's teaching us all things. <laughs> I know.
0: And where did <laughs> peeps come from? Because that person ought to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about disgusting.
1: So often this... Um, Her festival day was around the spring equinox, also known as the vernal equinox, Mm -hmm. due to the association of coming with spring. She was the goddess of Mm -hmm. spring and the dawn. And equinoxes are where the day and night are of equal duration. Isra brings renewal and rebirth from death of winter. So that's a nice... You know, comparison, and as we start to leave the longer day- nights behind, mm-hmm. the longer days come back. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. Some heathens associate Istra with I'm totally going to mispronounce this wrong for people. I apologize. Indun, who was the keeper of apples of youth in Scandinavian myth, mm-hmm. um, the goddess East. Yeah. Also, you said the word heathens. We just
4: mm-hmm. talked about that on our last. Yep. podcast. I we'll highly talk... resemble
0: that remark. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so heathens are just people who don't believe the way that you believe. Right. Often from a monotheistic position. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so
4: we are just a bunch of heathens. The whole world <laughs> actually
1: is, is a bunch of heathens.
0: Yes. Tree-hugging heathens. Mm-hmm. There's also
1: a lot of uh, references to the quickening of a child um, mm-hmm. and that kind of fertility, that growth into yeah, something new to be reaped in summer. Yeah. So. I had read something that way to utilize this energy of Easter is to open windows in your house, bring in light and fresh Mm -hmm. air to revitalize. Spring cleaning. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. And use the fertile energy of spring to bring about new projects or things you want to bring into. It's a good time to start.
0: I like that. I have a question for everybody on that note. What would you like to manifest in your life
4: this spring?
0: Mm -hmm. Aaron? Well, not that I'm put on the spot. So actually- A new um,
2: car. A new (laughs) car. Yeah, well- Y'all stop. He's bashful and shit. (laughs) Let me clutch my pearls. I'm just kidding. Brenda's actually wearing pearls tonight. And your car's name is Pearl. And
0: my car's- Oh, RIP. Okay.
2: Speaking of death and rebirth, my <laughs> car's name uh, is Pearl. And with a name like that, she's going to live up to her old lady status. And so the mechanic that I took her to, um, because her tra- her um, check engine light has been on for quite some time, <laughs> he spoke the big T word, and that is transmission. Um, not so, transformation. Not transformation or um, anything with any sort of positive connotation. So she is going to the big scrap haven in the sky. And um, one thing that I'm manifesting is definitely a new car. I am looking at two different Fiats, or Fiats, if you're nasty. I know that it stands for <laughs> fix, fix It, it Again, Tony. Tony.
0: I'm saying. I yeah, but I, I
1: loved mine.
2: Yes. You had
0: a sweet-ass Fiat, though. And yes. it was
1: a good car. The Fiat 500 looks like a nice-sized vehicle to, like,
2: That's you know, a little out. bit more. What? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll see if everyone gets in some good juju my way. I'll be in the process of probably purchasing a new car this week. And then secondly, a goal sort of that I've been working on um, related to finances, which this is going to really fuck with that, but um, <laughs> is I am really bad about impulse buying things, especially online. So- <laughs> Sagittarius. <laughs> I like, cannot blame you for signs. that
1: because I did that this morning. Okay.
2: That makes me feel better. However, mine's like. <laughs> We won't get into it. It's pretty significant in the way that, like, when we come home from work, my husband's like, Oh, look, another package, you know? And he's like, It's, and it's, it's, it's pretty valid, his, uh, you know, concern. So, anyways, lately I have been trying to bring awareness to that habit. And so, when I get that compulsion to add something to my cart online, to click on a link that I've been emailed because something is on sale, to whatever is to bring awareness to it and think to myself, In what way would this improve my life if I had it? And then to mentally meditate and sit with my eyes closed and picture myself with the item and see how that feels.
4: So Mm -hmm. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? That
2: the impulse to want to buy things, impulse
4: to buy things, because I think I know where it comes from. Do you? Mm -hmm. Which
2: in my guts doesn't really tell me anything. Like I think it's
4: It's it's childhood.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
4: Yo, your mama was like that.
2: Well, my husband and I have talked about this. So mm. my mother, who if you're if you're listening, hey girl, hey Terry, yeah, um, me,
4: Terry. yes,
2: but um, she family
4: patterns,
2: yes, very much so. So I think I definitely get that from my mom because she maybe still now, but definitely when I was growing up, like yes. loved to shop, especially online shopping, and would sort of like I have this weird thing where if I'm out somewhere. And reframe it to where even if it's something I want, I want. I'm like, oh well, Christian would enjoy this, and so I'll get her. Oh, this the dogs would like this blanket, you know. And so like you sort of justify purchases that you may or may not. I'm bad at Christmas need. on that stuff. Yes. So yeah,
1: I've been doing some interesting research and actually practice of clutter clearing. Yeah. Huge shout out to Hay House author Denise Lynn for introducing me to that idea. She goes through some meditations of like you know if you sit with an item and you ask it like do you love it do you use it do you does keep it, it spark joy does it spark mm-hmm. joy and, you yeah, know I, she had a really interesting concept. thing mm-hmm. because I'm in the process of trying to lose weight you know yeah. and she was talking about a client she had who was overweight and had all these clothes for when he would get smaller mm-hmm. and she's like mm-hmm. it's actually a negative affirmation to keep that in your closet. Yeah. So she's like, but if you really love it and you do want to use it, she's like, pack it up, put it in a box, put it in the attic. If you don't come back to it in a year, she's like, it's probably time to say goodbye. So I've done my bathroom. I've clutter cleared my bathroom Nice. and she's like, do it with the intention of that. You were letting stuff go and sit with it. Mm -hmm. And I think there's this also idea it has to do reason people, one of the reasons people collect stuff is it's security Mm -hmm. like it's mine she's like but that's kind of reinforcing you know scarcity mindset and in Mm -hmm. the future you won't be able to afford things so i think this is a really interesting conversation particularly around this time of birthing a new you -hmm. know thing which is also interesting because it's just like here let me get rid of the old Mm -hmm. say goodbye let it go with you know thanks and gratitude to bring in the new Yeah. So it's a really interesting conversation. It's about you know the death or something to bring about a renewal of another. I've been seeing a lot of storks and hearing a lot mm-hmm. of storks, which I know that's a huge symbol of mm-hmm. like. And
4: we had a stork. We had a
1: stork in our spirit circle this week. It's
2: really right. yeah. yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. On two two no sorry two twenty two twenty two yeah. We all got together and um, had a spirit circle that Brenda hosted for us and. Yes, yeah, a lot of water. birds and like water. And water right. animals. Because we're in
4: Pisces right now. Yeah.
2: We yeah. just went into Pisces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A
4: lot of aquatic. But, and I feel like this conversation is going sideways. <laughs> yes, because. <laughs> but I mean, this is really Dang good it. stuff. So as soon as I said this conversation is going sideways, I looked at the time and we've been recording for 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Guys,
0: how awesome is that? Right. I mean, like exactly. sideways. <laughs> great movie. Great song. You were saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is
5: Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast Facebook or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag WooWooWisdom and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our woo woo family. Hope to see you this Friday.
1: To bring it back, I guess to Easter. Does anyone have any traditions that they had growing up, or just? I mean, it doesn't even have to be tied to the Christian faith. But I can start. Yeah, do it. I was raised
4: Seventh Day Adventist, y'all.
2: Say so, that again for the people who aren't in the South. What's that again? Seven
4: seventh Day Adventist. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and we had no traditions because my parents didn't celebrate Easter. Mm-hmm. So whenever I because, you know, I like to say, when I lived in Sweden.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Pop off, girl. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so when I lived there, they do have a tradition around Easter. And they have like a parade like mm-hmm. we have like at the 4th of July. And the kids dress up as witches and the boys dress up as wizards.
1: Fun. And there's like a little parade it.
4: through their little town center. I love it. And the parents walk with them. And it's something about keeping out the bad energy or something with the little witches and wizards, but I didn't really understand it when I lived there because yeah. I was like, this is like Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my tradition, funny. no tradition and the Swedish tradition. Cool. If you could make a tradition, what would you do? Mm. Well, when the kids were small, I used to hide Easter eggs for them, like for two or three years when they were really little. And if I could have a tradition, I'd probably plant something in the ground to grow.
0: It's mm. a good that's one. A good idea. Mm -hmm.
4: Some And I have some bulbs downstairs right now that need to go out, some dahlia
0: bulbs. Mm
4: -hmm. So I I would plant that. Yeah, maybe that's what will be my new tradition
0: is planting something every year. Getting Mm -hmm. your fingers in the dirt and bringing new life forward. I love having my hands in the dirt.
4: How about
3: you, Rose? I grew up Catholic, so it was very traditional. Uh, You had to go, uh, er the Easter season started on Ash Wednesday. We went to Mm -hmm. church. We got our Ash cross on our forehead. And then we gave up something, sacrificed something for 40 days of Lent until Easter Sunday. So, you know, it's the traditional Christian Catholic Mm
1: -hmm. traditions. Pescatarian on Fridays.
3: Yep. No, yep. You had, you could eat fish on Fridays. uh, And if you were strong enough, you could fast.
1: (laughs) <laughs> not me
3: <laughs> but
2: um just with- take a sip to that <laughs> <laughs> and
3: then with the kids the traditions were hiding the easter eggs and uh, when they were really little i had to them several times throughout the day because they wanted to hunt for the eggs again 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 so So it was i'd be hiding them like miles
0: away at neighbor's houses i don't know (laughs) this This is why i have dogs
2: donna they'll be here in three hours (laughs) just hold this damn (laughs) it
3: and then what was the other tradition the family would get together for easter you know it was a big meal the traditional ham and all the fixings oh yeah and that was easter Mm What about you, Church. Oh, of course, In involves <laughs> church, Good Friday, Mass, um, and Easter Sunday Mass. Mm-hmm. And An a- extra
0: heaping of guilt at Easter time, oh, I would right. say. Yes. So, like, do
2: Catholics do Palm Sunday? Yes. That- Palm mm-hmm. Sunday. Okay. I
1: forgot Palm Sunday. For Christmas. Jimmy, I forgot Palm Sunday. Yes. Yes. Different than the Orthodox Easter, which usually happens, happens about a week after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I've ever told anyone, at least in the podcast, to all our listeners out there i my father is Southern Baptist, or was raised that way. My mother was raised Roman Catholic, but the way she talks about her faith is very not so much Catholic guilt it's a very peaceful place and I actually find going into Catholic cathedrals to be one of the most Peaceful places. Oh, they're gorgeous. Um, so I mean, I love going in to look at the art, but also just sitting in a sacred space, even if it's not my own mm-hmm. faith. For sure. Um, and so neither wanted me to be the other one, so I was <laughs> baptized as Lutheran. Then we went to <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what <laughs> my mom <laughs> calls it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we went to, and I went to Sunday school, for, you know, for children. And I think I remember asking a question: Well, if there's God the Father, what about Mother Earth or like the Mother? And they're like, well, no, we don't know. That's not this. And I was like, okay, you well, are this a vessel. Make-
2: Be quiet. That's oh, <laughs> that yeah, <yeah>. dirty feminism. <laughs> so I started going
1: into the actual services with my parents. And after a while, that fizzled out until so I went to <laughs> a Catholic college. And a friend whose family she was Catholic and her family was Catholic brought me home for Thanksgiving and Easter. And it was the first time I'd ever seen prostration on the floor of a Catholic cathedral. Like... The priests were like face down, and <laughs> so I'm no like, the hell is no, I What? Have prostration. <laughs> um, I totally probably use the wrong word. There's, yeah, that's what it is. They're laying down yes. on the floor I, I, to
3: be subservient. Know? Too, oh, it's like, wow, wow I have cool. never seen that in the Catholic Church. Only I think when the priest was being ordained. Really?
2: Frustration sounds like something you would go into emergency surgery. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. like turning like, off. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. 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 Like, but it's that's the only
3: time I think I've ever seen that when a priest was being ordained. So um, oh, yeah, that that's is. it. very interesting though. Yeah. What state
1: was that in? Uh, Pennsylvania. And um, oh. so we went home and her family's Italian and had a huge, huge meal. But when I was growing up, my parents, when I was younger, they were plastic eggs but hide around the house. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Of course, my mom put together an Easter basket. And every time, every year from when I was really little that I remembered, I would get like a chocolate bunny yes. and a bathing suit. And it'd be, it was <laughs> I my mom. was a mixed,
0: whacked up <laughs> message right
1: there. My mom was like, okay, I guess it's getting ready for summer and you're growing. You need Aww. a new bathing suit. And as I got older, it was less about the finding of eggs. And we would actually sit down and take time as a family to like decorate the eggs. And that was more of, I think I enjoyed that part because it's like, finding the eggs and like christmas time like opening the presents i get yeah. really it's so awful to say this i kind of get depressed as yeah. soon as the last presents open because it's like if there's, there's no more. more yeah there's no more suspense there's no more like what was this and right it's, right yeah and um and then we had a meal usually it was lamb we had some sort of lamb thing um but and one of my last memories from christmas uh, easters before covid was with my uncle tommy before he passed away. And um, him and his girlfriend coming over and decorating eggs. So we still do that. So So on
4: on the mixed message thing, I just have something to interject here. Um, My aunt, who has become very religious in her years of later life, she used to be an alcoholic and a pothead. And she has recovered from that. And religion is her new addiction. She sent me one year for my birthday some religious tracks and a pair of thong underwear.
2: (laughs) What?
4: Sure, you know.
2: Wait, what do you mean religious tracks? Like a burnt CD of religious music?
4: Well, like you know, little pamphlets
2: oh the literature. <laughs> the literature okay okay i'm like she made you a mixtape of the gospels <laughs> with some pantyhose she's trying good and well thongs. 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 i'm sorry yeah, yeah different different sorry y'all know good and well don't wear it either. she needs
0: to go back <laughs> so. to booze and pot in my opinion <laughs> amen mine too Camille. Booze my experienced opinion it. wow that it was wild. just bizarre Strange. right
4: and then i think another year was religious tracks and lipstick <laughs>
2: Interesting. Sure.
4: It's just
1: so
2: Okay. Weird. <laughs> so before we move on to Camille's, like and my traditions of what we grew up with in the Easter row and Alexandra, do you guys have any sort of like new traditions that if you could start a new tradition that you might want to do or um, could think of during this time when we're talking about manifestation?
3: Um, well, my kids are in college, so yeah. we don't do the whole egg thing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just in our house. It's just another day.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's just, but you could celebrate the spring, the coming Well, the celebrating spring. the spring, we definitely spend a lot of time in the yard. She's you like know, handing r-
0: Randy a shovel. That's how she celebrates yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> No,
3: actually, my, uh, my husband, Randy, mentioned that the, this week. Uh, we were talking on the phone. He says, oh, it's time to start getting the yard ready. We got to start, you know, Aww. weeding and get ready to fertilize and seed the lawn <clears> and get, you know, it's start exciting. thinking about planting our garden, what we're going to plant this year. So, yeah, yeah that's one of our.
1: New home, new use to that energy that that fertile energy is out
3: there. oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, sure. yeah so that's pretty much our now tradition that's is awesome. planting the garden
1: i would say it probably i mean i think we've always done spring cleaning too mm-hmm. like yes. that clearing out of the old to welcome in the new and i love that idea of like opening up all the windows in the house and letting the sunlight yes, in and for just sure it's a that. cleansing it mm-hmm. is
0: that's all it is it's a big cleansing so it
1: lets out the stale and, and you know
0: and I've been getting amped up about spring. I'm a Virgo and I'm like, I need to scrub those baseboards. <laughs> I need to move the TV. I need to move all the plants. I need to do this. I need to just shine and scrub and throw out stuff and take things to goodwill and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. So like other- you moved into a new place without moving. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's for- an urge.
1: The other thing, because um, my family, we just like doing things together. So mm. I think we will always have dinner, whether it's about, you know, Christian Easter or not it's mm-hmm. and it's a nice time to get together but i was reading about more natural dyes for dyeing eggs and like using beetroot powder to dye things red and turmeric to dye it yellow Ooh. so that might be something i look into to try this year just for shits and giggles um, yeah right, herbalism just, but tradition. honestly it's like now it's sometimes we'll use like edible safe dye and dye up a peeled hard boiled egg and hide them on the porch for my dog. Oh, that's Aww. a little
0: tradition. And yeah, you yeah. have to deal with dog parts later. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean
1: it can't get Definitely. any worse than they already are. Sometimes no. they already smell like sulfur. So <laughs> <I> wants <some laughs> a little more egg?
0: Shout out to Piper's
2: digestive tract. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, GSPs, if you have one or are thinking about getting, them, they have one of the most sensitive digestive tracts no. ever. If they eat something, it
0: comes out. One. Of- <laughs> Beautiful dogs, beautiful, gorgeous. That's why they make dogs cute and wonderful, so you love them while they (laughs) fart bomb you. Exactly, spread fibers of love into your prosecco. But anyway, when I was a child in the South, there was always ham on Easter, Mm -hmm. and there's two syllables in ham where I come from. Ham. Ham. Um, You put on your white stockings and your white Mary Janes and your Easter dress that was just for church, Mm. and you got a big old stuffed bunny. And the older I got, my Easter basket would get smaller and the chocolate bunnies would get hollow and smaller. <laughs> and, and so rude. Frankly insulting, but whatever. You know, we're all good. Malted little Easter eggs and <laughs> peeps are just satan himself but that's my opinion <laughs> and you go get a good scolding at church and then go to aunt doris's house for ham and banana salad and deviled eggs banana, and salad. What banana salad what in, well, banana pudding. What no. in texas banana, banana salad oh do you tell in tennessee it is so messed up y'all <laughs> it is so messed up as if the title didn't give but you that Brandy feeling be- no Granny <laughs> beaver used to make it <laughs> 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 you'd be quiet <laughs> Alma Beaver was a wonderful woman.
2: R.I.P. Alma Beaver.
0: But you take the bananas and you slice them lengthwise and you put peanut butter on them and you put sugar on it. And then you make a vinegar drizzle that stinks like nasty pee while it cooks. And then you drizzle it over there and it's like sweet and salty and a weird bite. And it's called banana salad. And it is funny, kinds of fucked up, but it is so good. You will love it. And the look on all your faces. I wish we were recording.
1: I just think it needs a different word than salad. I agree.
0: We can call it beaver salad. I don't know. I think salad just needs to be removed. <laughs> That's the part that I'm going salad Alexandra. Salad. salad is a rattle. You're it from New win. Jersey in the South. I'm you from California. We <laughs> can call anything a salad that has a bit of fruit in it. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. And
2: Granny Beaver did. <laughs> Bless her soul. Banana salad. And a vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: I'm gonna make it for you, <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: not make it for us. <laughs>
0: It's like it. No, it is like, so good. I would, I would be willing try to try peas.
2: It is so good. Said banana salad. Okay. Well, I hope you guys at home are laughing as hard as we are, just picturing poor little sweet Camille in her Easter dress with her Mary Jane's
0: <laughs> and, then and then
4: salad. ham. Wait, with her beaver salad.
2: <laughs> exactly. I know. i how, like, there's like no salad is the issue. That that's the word I take as you. This is too funny. So for my traditions, <laughs> they did involve ham and Nana Walker, not beaver, but no banana salad. We had Watergate salad and it wasn't filled with tape. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: It was a weird. Was marsh. it filled with lies? <laughs> it was lies and non-truth. It was uh, Watergate salad, for those of you who have never had it or not in the South. My stepmom calls kind of a, her similar version, which I would argue is a little bit better tasting. She calls it green goo. And we have it every Christmas. It's like ambrosia. It's not a salad, Am- but... Ambrosia but- salad, exactly. Uh, yes. Yeah, so why the hell do we put salads on random shit?
0: Because <laughs> right? it's, it's South like, and we're fat and it makes us feel better. That is
2: so true. I'm just going to throw ranch on my chicken wings and be like,
0: mmm, chicken salad. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
2: So anyways, we would, I grew up a uh, United Methodist, UMC, and we'll talk about that trauma a different day, but, um, we had, you know, Palm Sunday, we had Ash Wednesday. I don't think I went to Ash Wednesday. <laughs> I don't remember being that ashy. Um, and then we went to Easter <laughs> Sunday service and me and my two younger brothers, my mom and dad <laughs> all would go to church and yada, yada, yada. And then we would go to my Nana Walker's house. We'd have ham and ambrosia <laughs> slash Watergate salad. And I loved beets, pickled beets. And so she would make pickled beets, Rose. And she's pointing to her mouth saying, yes, yes, yes. She (laughs) loves pickled beets as well. Um, And, you know, we would just like be there with aunts and uncles and whatever. But in the mornings, what I remember, we would like hide eggs and stuff at my Nana's, I think. And I always had this sort of weird, like, okay, so Jesus had died and he rose Okay, so what do bunnies and chickadees and eggs have to do with Jesus rising again? And why do I have chocolate? You know, why do I have to dress up? And well, of course, never question
1: the chocolate,
0: but go ahead. Catholics,
1: Drew. you know, mm-hmm. were trying to convert a lot of heathens and right, they right. adopted a lot of their traditions in order right. to make it palatable and bring people into their faith. Right. True. So that, I mean,
2: <laughs> so it makes sense now. Yeah. But at the time, I'm like, what in tarnation? You know, I'm sitting there listening to <laughs> It is you know, quite
3: weird. People so, sweat like, and handle snakes. Okay. Yeah. Even that, at but... church, we had Easter egg hunts. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We did do it oh, Remember the yes. pez and the vinegar smell and the yes. little dipper thing? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 We would also uh, dye, uh, dye, eggs. dye
2: eggs. Usually, we'd have our cousins over to Nana Walker's with ham and whatnot. Yeah. And we would yeah. dye eggs. But what I remember the most about Easter's is we would. Uh, me and my two brothers would get Easter baskets yep. that we thought the Easter bunny came in the middle of the night. That's because your mama liked to shop. She, girl, you know, Terry, shout out, girl. You, you gave a nice childhood with gifts, okay? You grew up with a basket, boy. I did. I grew up with a basket. I had uh, no basket. With the, with the grass, you know, like the fake grass. And oh, the, yeah. I, I still, to this day, love the flowers and the, the pastel colors. And, I love the um, grass. The grass. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey talking about Mary Jane's. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the candy and whatnot, but so we would uh, have usually one sort of uh, like non-food item gift. So yeah. sometimes it would be like you know a book or a Lego set or whatever and coloring books. Coloring books. Yeah. yeah. One time not I got a bathing like a suit? not a bathing <laughs> suit. Believe it or not,
0: that's a special tradition
2: though. <laughs> right, that is. But one time I remember getting um, this like recorder radio where I'd put little like uh, cassette tapes in and record like the oh. the radio music so I could hear later, and I would, like used to think I could be a singer. That's hilarious. And, um, I would record my own little albums on the V the not VHS tapes, but the little cassette tapes. Um, and there's this one specific video one year, my Nana Walker, she took, I don't even know how the hell she did it, but shout out girl. She took all the VHS tapes in spirit. spirit, Yes. You know, RIP as well. So she, um, took all the videotapes throughout the years and transferred them onto DVDs and gave all the grandkids that year Aww. for Christmas a box of the DVDs. She was ahead videos. of her time. She really was. She was, you know, she was like- And she didn't make
0: banana salad.
2: No banana salad. That ambrosia was there, not banana. <laughs> and um, so she gave us those tapes. And so Christian and I, I think it's gotta be somewhere in our house right now, but I mean, just anybody that watches videos of themselves when they're a kid are cringeworthy, but particularly- <laughs> toothless, young, (laughs) unaware gays in the South are a certain type of just chills down your spine, why the hell do you exist type of cringe, right? So there's this video of my dad recording at Easter morning, and we're all like around our Easter baskets at the table. And here my mom, one, is in there with us, and and they say, um, you know, what did you get? And I whip around in this video. And ah. I have, I mean, like the alfalfa hair sticking up top. Do you have jazz hands? I have, oh, what did I get? Let me tell you. <laughs> so I have my alfalfa <laughs> hair, spiked hair, just craziness, probably like seven, eight years old. I have on like a really long t-shirt, what we call in the South a moo, right? Or an <laughs> Eton dress. Um, and I have one tooth that is missing. So I have one big permanent tooth and one little tooth that had just come out. And he goes, what did you get? And I turn around real quick and say, a butterfinger. In the F-A-N-G-E-R. Those of you who are aware of what a butterfinger, F-I-N-G-E-R is, knows that it's a candy bar. And so Christian screamed, when we watched together for the first time, this was probably three or four years into marriage. We've married six now.
0: He's and- going to play that at
2: your 50th fucking birthday. Party. Absolutely. If y'all lower me into the ground, <laughs> make sure that you say, and he always had a butterfinger. I mean, it's- going to throw them on your grill. Yes. Cripple- crumple them up and just toss them on. So that's one of the memories that I really have is me turning around to the camera with one tooth in a muumuu with my hair sticking up bright and saying, I got a butterfinger as if I just won the damn lottery.
0: Y'all, the egg never falls that far from the bunny in closing.
1: <laughs> Wait, that is so true. hold on, before we get there, I what on Camille had asked, what did we want to birth this? Yeah. So oh, where do we end up? Oh, oh yeah.
0: God. We haven't finished that. I guess sanity. At this
2: <laughs> no banana no salad. salad.
0: Yeah. Sobriety. I don't
2: know. No, 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 no. no oh, no, no. sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend. Too close to Lent. No, <laughs> we're giving up things like that. We're <laughs> in January for some reason. Finan- oh, we are this, in
0: Lent.
4: This is Brenda. Financial independence for me. That kind of goes along with mine, I feel like. Yep.
2: <laughs> Ditto. Rosalie here. Financial. <laughs> We've all got money problem and salad issues. <laughs> <salad laughs> freedom.
1: <laughs> do fun. I have to pick one? I'm between, I want to find my person. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to birth that energy and, you know, a thriving business and, you yeah. know, just, I guess, confidence in myself mm-hmm. to know that I will, and I am achieving that, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you are, girl. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Joy, love, and security here. Hallelujah. Amen. More laughter. Yes. You know, I feel like yes. it's been such a serious couple years. Ask for a joy guide, girl. Do it. Well, I'm she's here with it? all
1: of us. We're all a bunch of joy guides tonight. She's fertilizing
2: all of us. She's up there just ringing her little <laughs> thing with her garden because.
1: I think the other thing for like this time of year, I mean, especially as things start to bloom and you know all the beautiful smells and you know start to happen, I'm trying to take moments in my day when everything's stressful or whatever, and to appreciate something small and something beautiful. Oh, um, nice. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like a gratitude practice without. Yeah. you know going i'm doing this to be grateful it's like right. just a hey everything else is going crazy this is something i'm
3: right about. um also tune into nature
1: the yeah. birds mm-hmm. even the
3: squirrels in the oh, backyard that yeah. they're getting what, like in in uh, bambi they're twitter painted everybody you hear the excitement if the birds are coming out especially spring. if we have a nice spring sunny day my whole backyard is just lit up with the birds singing. Yeah. And so, so just nice pay to attention hear. to those little mm-hmm. things. It's beautiful. It's so like,
1: wow. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Last week, this past week or this past weekend. And I was just like, wow, it's so nice to hear them again. You know, mm-hmm. it was just like, Oh,
2: beautiful small moment. It's like to us, it's beautiful. Like birds singing. We're like, Oh, it's spring. And we feel like bell from beauty and the beast, exactly. like opening windows. Okay. And they're all like, who's trying to have sex with me, you know, they're like (laughs) screaming from the treetops because they've been dry all winter. (laughs) And on that note, hopefully you guys find your own traditions. If you don't have any yet that you can celebrate for Easter or or however you pronounce it. Sorry to whoever I may.
0: That's okay. um,
2: Mispronounced or offended. You know, we're all here um, in good humor and have well intentions.
0: Amen. Celebrate yourself, celebrate joy, celebrate new life and new manifestations. That's what I say.
1: Definitely Amen. leave us a comment wherever you listen on our website and let us know your traditions and tell us what we should try. And if you want to try anything we've suggested, we're bound to let be us know how it goes. Two days, we'll bring it
4: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. And follow us on omgpodcast.com. Mm-hmm to subscribe to our newsletter. Yes. That's going to be a new thing. And new we're going to, yeah. Musings and thoughts and Rants. whatever. Rants. Rants. then What's going on Pitches, with the internet, Whatever.
2: Yeah. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for being here and joining us again. We hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Grab yourself some banana salad, some ham, or even a butterfinger. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time on the Oh, oh Geez.
0: Podcast. I need Bye a bathing suit and some chocolate.
5: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Guys. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time.
0: This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM Network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices
3: amplified.